Smell Native Celebrated. We're back. Another episode. It's Ashley and Kiara. We are here, guys. There are libations in the cups. Um, it's just wine because, you know, <laughs> I'm a senior citizen now, but that's fine. It's my business. Um, You know, coming to y'all post-election day. We still don't know who's going to run this raggedy-ass country, but we showed up. We are definitely a third world country. <laughs> With a Gucci, Gucci belt. belt. Mm-hmm. With a Gucci belt. A knockoff Gucci belt. Mm-hmm. Swap me, if you will, you know. But we thought, you know, guys, that we would have come on today and, and we could have shouted out Biden as president. But we waiting. That's where we at in life. Anywho, what's new with you, sis? How's your week going thus far? I mean, it's good. I, um, I'm just laughing at social media posts. Like, really, I haven't been on social media, though. But when I do... I I find like really hilarious memes about this election. Like yeah. one was saying, uh, <laughs> "What was the one you were saying where they were telling uh, Trump uh, from March?" From the oh, it was like uh, March from the Sips is what she tapping there on her shoulder. Like, uh, go ahead and clock out for me. Go ahead and log out, sweetie. That's that, that's like the call center when you know somebody's gonna get fired. When HR come to their desk <laughs> and hit them with that light tap. Go ahead and log that for me, baby. Just come Yo, on, follow me. Tonight. We know you're not coming back. Well, you're not. And then, like, <laughs> uh, they said American Idol would have had a million votes counted during the uh, commercial. <laughs> during the commercial. So, what's Listen. going on? So, it's just an interesting time. I feel like I have anxiety out of this world, out though. Of this like, world. super anxious the past two days. And, uh, yeah, it's just the energy of the whole world, I guess. But Same. that's about it. Other than that, it's been, you know, whew. Better to be seen than not viewed. Come on, it's, somebody. Come on. Usher him in the room. That's about all I can do. Usher him That's in about the room. all I can do. I saw one that said uh, the deacons would have had these votes counted by now. Because <laughs> them deacons don't play by counting that collection plate. You understand Listen. me? They are on it. That's what they're here for. You know? But yeah, same. You know, uh, trying to stay as positive as I can. Trying not to focus so much on the election and all the electoral counts and all of this crap, which, quite frankly... I don't really understand the whole electoral thing. It should just should just go off of the votes of the people. But what else? You know, that's just a logical thought. Um, but yeah, same anxiety has been through the roof. But because um, I'm grown, I nibble on me a nice edible guy and I sit the fuck down. That's, that's my business. But anywho, you know what the top of the episode is, guys. It is Wild Magic. And I think collectively, we've decided that uh, we're going to give it to the black people for voting. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all really like show up. Shout out to black people, black women. <laughs> we do <Black> things. <laughs> we get things done. And did. Yeah, we definitely have show up. Even though, I mean, certain races still were lost, and I'll let you get to that. But <laughs> shout out to y'all for, uh, you know, going to vote. Going to vote early. Your ancestors died for it. Going to vote early, y'all. Y'all did that. I sure appreciate it because I came in that thing real smooth. It was in and out. So. I actually had to stand in line for like two hours, mm-hmm. but simply just to wait until the uh, until the doors open. open. Yeah, I did early voting though, so yeah, it was cool. Um, kind of, kind of like a um anniversary for a church choir. You know, they stand out. You gotta wait till they ready. I ready definitely did. In. I was, you know, uh, mm-hmm. hooded up and come on now, bundled. It was kind of cold, so little nip nip. Fall said you want winter or because I got winter if you need it. <laughs> Let me know what you need, sis, because I got it with me. I brought it. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be my wild magic. It's all the melanated people in America who uh use your right, exercise your right to vote. Yeah. We do appreciate it. Especially the ones who didn't write in Kanye West. Thank you all. Yeah. For your time and dedication. 
Um, we'll, we'll also give this... He not necessarily melanated, but we're going to hope that these little, uh, these electoral counts sway in the way of Biden. Uh, I suggest you get Obama on the phone when you get in this office, sir. <laughs> I understand, uh, what's her name? Kamala going to be your vice president. Howsoever, you need to be on the phone with Obama immediately, Jesus. Okay? Immediately. But real quick, before we go, and I guess both of our wildlife magics were to Biden. I mean, to Biden. <laughs> well, shout out to him, too, because we don't go ahead and we say appreciate it, but it. to black people. Right. But while we're here, too, I was just reading that um, New Mexico becomes the first state to elect all women of color to the House. How really exciting is that? Like, be a change. See the change that you want to see, guys. You mm-hmm. know, like, and two to piggyback off of, you know, our, our walleye magic. Also, y'all, please vote in local elections. Like, don't just vote for the presidential one for the big one. Also, vote locally. Like, if it's something coming up there, definitely listen to what the candidates are saying and vote there because that's where you're going to see the most change. I mean, Trump needs to go as a whole. Howsoever, definitely a lot of a lot of things can be taken care of and resolved, and we can start the groundwork on a local level. So definitely keep that in mind. Uh, keep your keep yourself together, guys. Prepare, stay prayed up, because we don't know how this thing gonna work out. Lord, it might be a hint of the purge. So I pray that um Yo. that you all are well. I pray that you all are prepared, and that you all have unified, because Kiara and I have an escape kit. You understand me? We gonna be. We gonna make it to the side. Are we gonna see you yeah, there? Is the question is, you know, I know being up here in Charlotte, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to make, I'm gonna have to find my way back to South Carolina. You know, okay, I can only have Ashley on my team up here <laughs> as <laughs> during the zombie apocalypse because <laughs> I know together we gonna make it back home. <laughs> All right. Any of our other friends that are listening to this, if you would like to be on our team. Um, just, you know, join, but understand we don't have to, <laughs> if I got to leave you, you left. Listen, join, but right. we making the rules, all right? Yes, <laughs> we come with our own rules and regulations. If you do not choose we to follow are, the rules, you will be left. We are the captains of the ship. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Okay. Okay. And that's what we are. So we don't know what's about to happen, but, um, we're prepared to prepare to leave. Indeed, and I'm also prepared to smack them up. So don't get don't get twisted or out of pocket, cause it can be taken care of. You understand? All right. Well, if our hearts and minds are clear, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with a little bit of a bitch wood. Hey guys, it's Kiara. I wanted to talk to you really quick about donations. That's right. The doors of the church are now open. This podcast is ran 100% by us, but we'd like to offer the opportunity to support us a little more. And we're asking for a monetary commitment of $2 per month. We're doing that through Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows you to help us. It's for the upkeep of the show. I called it the building fund, but you'll see it. But really, it is. It's for the editing, the studio, behind the scenes, and to also make sure that we come back each and every month. Patreon.com slash Melanated Celebrated. You'll see the automatic $2 there. But if you'd like to give more, whatever your heart desires, we're open to it. We're excited about the growth and we look forward to you guys growing with us. And again, we'd like to thank you. So that's Melanated Celebrated. We're out. And just like that, we gave you the church announcements uh, with the commercial break. And now it's time for a little bit of a segment that we like to call Bishwood. You know, if you're new here because somebody told you to come here, welcome. 
Um, this is the time where we get it off our chest. You say it with your chest. Because sometimes people run out. Key what you got for the bitch what. Yo, so my bitch what this week um, goes to R.I.P. to Rance Allen. Oh. Isn't that heartbreaking? My grandmama loved Rance. Y'all, so I don't know, I'm not sure if you're aware, but like gospel greats, right? Like Bishop Listen. Rance Allen. Um, I hope I don't get this wrong, but I want to say like Cantor can, Spirituals. Canton Spirituals. Canton Spirituals, yeah. Um, he passed away, and I think it's so sad. I've seen him like twice at the Spirit Fest. Come on, at um, um, South Carolina Spirit Fest. Yep, definitely went Bible to the Spirit Center. Fest and seen him. But I thought that was heartbreaking. I was like, oh, that's pretty, you know. Honey, he twenty twenty. He gives you all the oohs and the ahs when he sang to you. Okay, he uh, break it down. Like twenty twenty has been disrespectful, to say the least. We on the home stretch, y'all. But that was definitely my bitch. What. And then just the fact that I'm still having to work. And I think that is the most ghetto thing ever. I'm just trying to get through another month. I'm going to let y'all know because we cool. Because <laughs> we family. Because we cool like that. And I don't know how much more I can do. I am on this home stretch of launching this product line, y'all. And I am over. <laughs> Overworking for someone else. I'm really just like, you know what, God? I see you working. It is... <laughs> You know, I've been pushed through this year. You have. And the past couple years. But uh, it's real ghetto to me. It's real ghetto to me. So give me another 30 days. Y'all pray for me as I pray for you. And um, yeah. Keep it lifted up. Yeah. Keep me lifted up because bitch what? Because she, ooh, ooh, Lord, she, she, give, she give them a run for their money. Let me tell you something. I ain't going to tell the business because that ain't my business to tell her business. But my nigga is giving them a run. I'm giving them the best that I got. Ah! That's what like Anita. Giving you the best that I got. Come this on now. all I can do. I'm, I'm giving the best that I can. And that was the only time y'all hear me sing, okay? That's because I had You did. I wasn't going to interrupt just in case you wanted to hit another night. I, there, there, that was a flat one at that. So listen, <laughs> I've had a few glasses of wine before Kier got here. So that's the only reason you got a tune. Anywho. But yeah, y'all. those are, That's my bitch what. I just think it's super ghetto right now. That, <laughs> you know, but they say harvest season is the hardest season. Come on, ask a song about it. Yeah, that's that's a word, ain't it? Harvest season is the hardest season. And y'all know what's been going on. I am... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you showed up. That's, that's all it. that we can ask for, that you show up. That's all. That's all, y'all. Because so, like... Yeah, I have three weeks until I launch this business, e until pre-launch, and then I officially launch December 11th. Come on, Jesus, work so, it out. So, Father God, if you could. Mm, if you could sprinkle out a little favor. Lord. Just 30 days. Just, just get me through. And if you want to, if you really want to show out, Jesus, Jesus, give me 15. Okay. That. You see, okay. Because somebody, ask him what, for what you want. Him, be specific in, in your request. That's what the Bible says. Just tell me what the words say, guys. Well, that that's, that is a... Uh, Logical bitch would. And, I, and and in the name of sisterhood, I would co-sign that with you. We're going to agree in the spirit. Yeah. When we do it. Okay. Well, my bitch would still kind of going to be election related. I don't know what type of debauchery happened in South Carolina that Jamie Harrison did not make it, Lord. But um, I feel disrespected because the way that man's campaign blew up my phone. I just knew. My nigga was going to win. So the fact that he didn't win. To all of you Republicans out there who voted for Lindsey Graham. 
as our listeners have heard me say before, a hearty fuck you, because Lindsay got to go, okay? And Jamie was going to be the way. But that's okay, because, you know, delayed does not mean final, okay? That that ain't what that mean. That just mean it just mean delay. He he coming he coming sometime, huh? Cause he had too many resources and raised too much money. But I'm gonna leave it at that. Jamie, try again next you know next time, bro. Cause we gonna see how it works. I don't really know. We are gonna do what we can do. Yeah. He gave it his all. Listen, I saw a <laughs> meme that said if uh my nigga don't hit me up the way Jamie uh Harrison's campaign has, I don't want. I mean, I woke up to four text messages Indeed. from Jamie. Alone. Just a fact. And y'all, he really did give it his all. It's it's heartbreaking because I think he only lost by like three hundred thousand votes. Yeah. Um, which sounds like a lot, but you in, know. In hindsight, it's really not. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like, but we knew we in the south, right? Like they not going for that. They. Not. I think I saw something that says like that in um, South Carolina, uh, it's like twenty seven percent black people. So we were kind of up against the odds either way. But, you know, you would think that, you know, common sense is common sense, but sometimes it ain't. It's sold separately. So it is what it is, but he ran a great campaign. He went on no, on no fuckery, so we can appreciate that as a black man. we I appreciate what you stand for, what you represent, and what kids were able to see. Um, but, yeah, South Carolina do better. That's, that's where I met with that. And uh, that being said, we'll be back in a brief moment for a little bit of pour me up, even though we started early. Bye. Hey y'all, it's pour me up. So, <laughs> well, I always come in so awkward. But anyways, this week on pour me up, we're still gonna kind of like transition from the transitions that we were talking about on the last episode and speak about just repositioning friendships mm. um, as you get older and how does that happen? Why does it happen? Like what it you feel know, like? What it feels like? Um, so really just talking about those things and I just wanted to start off, um, by first saying, you know, it's maybe might be good sometimes when you lose friends or as you get older, you know, you meet new friends and, you know, it could be toxic people, new people, new perspectives, um, just a lot of different things that come with that. Mm -hmm. But I think as you get older, um, it is a good thing. Like, you know, I mean, you always hear about like, oh, as you get older, your friend circle, small, um, Shrinks. decreases shrinks yeah. whatever and it's true i mean but it's because you you're doing different paths your own different paths different journeys in life um different you know schedules and a lot of different things moving that comes with that but how do you actually deal with the uh evolving mm-hmm. of your friendships in your life as you get older like how how well do you go by repositioning them, or have you had to do that, or have you experienced that at all? Oh, this is gonna be a good old conversation. Where you want to start, sis? Because <laughs> I got notes. <laughs> I got time. So yeah. So when it comes to like repositioning friendships, what I can say, I'll say to start off, I guess, um, it's just that if. It's all about evolution, right? So, like, as an individual, you are responsible for yourself and how you evolve, how you grow, how your perspective changes, how you're open to certain things. And I think a lot of times when, you know, you develop these friendships at an early age, you outgrow them. Because, again, you've had different life experiences, so you've outgrown certain things. And sometimes the people that you, you know, befriended and created those bonds with, 
they don't always grow in the same way that you're growing. Um, so sometimes it calls it calls for change, and it's not a it's not a for me personally. It's not a matter of oh I'm doing this and you're not where I'm at type of thing. It's more so a the trajectory of where I'm going doesn't align with what it is that you're currently doing and where you're going. It doesn't mean that I can't have you know interactions with you. It just means that we don't click on the same level. I'm zigging and you zagging. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely necessary, and I think the older that you get, sometimes the more difficult that it can be to let that process through. Um, but it definitely is a process. The way my therapist put it, she says you have to place your friends in a stadium. Sometimes there are some people who've been on, on your front row for a very, very long time. But as the seasons have grown and as they have changed, they no longer are able to reserve, reserve that front row seat. They need to be pushed back a couple more rows. So it's just about, you know, being aware of yourself, what you're doing, where you're going. And, and if, you know, the people that are around you, if they're holding you back or, or pushing you forward. I think it's going to be like the most important thing for you to realize if it's if there's an opportunity for repositioning your friendships. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, I mean, I agree, but at the same time, too, um, whether or not it's them outgrowing you or you outgrowing them, if a friendship is that important, I think you need to try to try to evolve with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be exactly like you said, somebody that you know you might just not be on the front row anymore. Or, right. You know, if you've moved, then obviously, you know, um, time. And spending time and building relationships have a lot to do with friendships. Um, But if, you know, you're moving and your best friend lives, you know, seven hours away or whatever, like, obviously you're not going to be able to. So being able to really schedule time for your friends or whatever, even if it's, you know, hitting them up whenever or going to brunch or something, it's different things that you can do to evolve with those relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, too, you know, as we were saying, you know, schedules are just different and right. you value things more um, or different things, value different things. And old friends are to be treasured, you know, but also hanging out with people um, that you just recently met are, is also cool, too, because they offer a different perspective. Right. Um, new people give you a different perspective, period. Right. So it's like adopting a new vision on life or a new view. So I think that's always cool with like with me being somebody who doesn't meet a stranger anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always interesting to see like how someone else thinks. Um, but yeah, it's just being able to really evolve with it, I guess. But and also recognize it, like read the room. <laughs> because they'll tell you what you need to know. They'll tell you what you need to know. And if it's a feeling that you got, go with that because yep. Yo, things happen and you don't know why they happen for, you know, other people and not you or or whatever. But really being able to read the room and see because those people may just be toxic to you anyway. And if you lose toxic people um, or not even saying toxic, but somebody who made you like they didn't uplift you or make you happy in their company or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It'd be cool, you know, if if you push them to another row. Right. Stadium or whatever. Just being able to really understand and, and know where you are where you're going and you know what's gonna work for you that's the fact reading the room is like the big thing like you and i have talked about that for a long long time and i think that's one of the things that really works well with our friendship if i don't see it you see it and if you don't see it i see it and we can we can come together and have these conversations and kind of compare notes and like hey did you consider it this kind of way or did you did you catch this? So I think reading the room is so important because a lot of times 
we just get in like that comfortable space of, well, we've been friends for a long time. This is just how this person is. And it's like, no, sweetie, this person really just don't like you no more. <laughs> you know, it could, ju- it could just be a person don't like you no more. They're not feeling, feeling some moves that you're making. So I think reading the room is so important because it opens up the opportunity for you to have conversations, you know, with your friends or with whomever the person you're in, you're in relationship with. It opens up that the floor for a conversation to resolve. If, if there's an issue that needs to be resolved that can, you know, be fixed and then you guys can continue to move forward. Or if it's something that could be like a character flaw. You know, if this person feels like, yo, you move this way and this feel and this a recurring thing, so this feels like a character flaw to me. I can't really associate myself with that. Then those those are kind of going to be those kind of conversations in those situations to where you kind of like got to take a step back. It doesn't mean that you automatically end a friendship unless you feel like you need to. But like it definitely gives you the opportunity to to assess the value of a friendship and how you want to move about it. So reading the room is ultra important. For sure. But also, you know, being able, like any relationship, just having that open uh, communication. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to like place blame on people um, when it's coming from just your perspective. Right. So being able to really like talk things out and voice your concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also say like not putting too much pressure on any type of relationship. Just mm. because you don't really know what they have going on also. Yeah. Um, so just again, like really being able to sit down, reevaluate, read the room, you know what I'm saying? Um, and also accept like the stage of life that we're in and, and what we're doing. Um, I think especially with being like millennials and at the age that we are now, like life really is just getting started. You know what right. I'm saying? Like we were learning a lot of things um, in our 20s and such, but definitely right now, um, major issues I would say is just being able to like accept the fact that you are in different stages of life mm-hmm. um, and, and really being able to welcome the next phase. Yeah. And just be supportive of that other person, like, no matter what phase they are in. Right. In order to keep that friendship, right? Like, and and also don't feel guilty because people are, we literally are all on our own um, phase Mm -hmm. in our own stage of life. So, like, you know, if now at this time you spend a lot of time with yourself or getting to know you or whatever it is, like, you can't feel guilty about that. I would just say, like, to continue to make an effort towards your friendship definitely like relationships are so important like we're human beings we we were basically created to have relationships you know what i'm saying so it's it's important to nurture those and it's also important to know when it's time to it's also important to know when those have evolved it doesn't mean that they always have to end but they've definitely evolved sometimes you do need to cut somebody off sometimes they hand you the scissors but that's no topic for another day but yeah, definitely pay attention, you know, and also like be intentional, be aware of your intentions. Like if, if your friendships are truly important to you, then make an effort. I think we said on a, maybe, maybe our first season of the podcast. I know I've said that sometimes I don't always reach out or I don't always communicate with some of my friends and I have to be better about that. So that's something that's really been like highlighted in the pandemic. You know, you, I mean, granted, yeah, you got to take care of yourself too, you know, but if you have a moment to where you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm in high spirits, you know, maybe check in on somebody to see how they're doing, how they're feeling to, you know, do what you can to nurture your relationships with relationships. Cause at the end of the day, that's all that you really have. Um, so that's just equally as important. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a challenging time in the world. My God. <laughs> but we've seen like, just from looking at different things on social media and the topics that go on on social media and just life in general, right? Like 
the topic really came from just being in different phases and being able to understand how things moved and um, looking at things from outside of your perspective, I think is what works when repositioning anything, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you look at things just from your perspective, you might just have tunnel vision. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. But really being able uh, to, I, overall, I guess it is to read the room, to understand what you're doing, where you're going, what you, how you're moving. How you show up to other people. Right. Um, all of those things are to be taken into consideration. But, you know, it can still be hard um, or challenging, you know, in different phases, in, di- in different phases to reposition those friendships. Just because, yeah. you, you know, it might be a friendship that you've had your entire life or, you know, even if it's for a year or whatever, like, you don't know what type of relationship that is for somebody. So being able to give yourself grace. Come on now. In the past, that's our thing to give them grace right and to really you know what i'm saying like really just do your thing and, and see where it goes but also be able to try to be there for that friendship and that relationship before repositioning them agree sis yep. say that so that's that's what i have <laughs> you're correct i feel like i always say that you do it's like <laughs> it's like well guys that's what i have today and um don't ask me for anything else it's not that. Well, then, too, like, what do you think about, like, as far as, like, repositioning, like, when you're factoring in maybe new friends? Like, I know when I first moved to Charlotte, I pretty much moved here before you did. So, it was like, ooh, I got to make friends with new peoples. And I was like, Kira, I don't, I don't like people. And you let me ask you. You know, you got to try. So, I think that also, when it comes to, like, evolving um, in your friendships and your relationships, you also have to, you know, sometimes create that space for new friendships to come. Cause I've made some pretty bomb friendships since I've been here. Like you've even been able to meet some of the people that I've kind of befriended and created your own kind of relationships or whatever. So I think too, that, you know, being willing and having the capacity to welcome in new friends, because sometimes they can feed you just as much, they can feed you just as much as, excuse me, I've had wine, just as much as your, you know, your, ground floor friendships we could have as well so i think definitely being open to new relationships is equally as important when it comes to like repositioning and especially like for this last half of the year you need solid people you gotta have like a a nice good core to help us get through this last little push lord jesus because 2020 has hit us all in our eye and we trying to see and my vision ain't the best your thoughts on new friends friends new friends in terms of repositioning um i don't really have any thoughts on that i mean i i like people <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> Bless it, Jesus. like i don't mean the stranger i mean i don't I, I really have nothing on that though because i'm so busy that making new friends right now for me isn't an option mm-hmm. like that's just not it so i really don't have a, a opinion on that just because yeah i can't really see beyond it at the moment (laughs) (laughs) blessed assurance well sometimes you know it happens or it doesn't happen guys well on that note we're gonna wrap it right on up uh so if you got anything from the conversation today please share tell a friend tell a friend to listen to the podcast to like it's, rate us rate us definitely F- tell somebody to follow the instagram page y'all we gonna you know do better with talking to y'all on there because <laughs> we in a pandemic um you know and keep up a lot with this election um it's gonna work out you know we're we are a resilient people we will be fine regardless of who's sitting at you because we've always been for us we will always be for us 
Um, in the words of Monique, I love us for real. For real quick, y'all. It's going to be really interesting to know if we're going to be on lockdown the next time we record this podcast. But we'll see. I move the next time we report this, record this podcast. So pray for my strength, okay? It's going to be a lot of <laughs> mind your business. All right, y'all. Well, we'll catch y'all next week. Well, I'm sorry, in two weeks. We'll be back, okay? Bye. Bye. Thank you for being a friend. You're a pilot, a confidant.